Clarence Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, 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 and welcome, everyone. Welcome to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. Hello, welcome, and good morning. Yes, it is morning. No matter where you are in the world, what time you're listening to this, it is morning. I say good morning to you because if you're listening to the conversation that we're having, then you're waking up. You're waking up to your true life, and so I applaud you for not hitting the snooze button and just staying awake with us as we explore the different things that allow us to live the most amazing life that's available to us. So hello, welcome, and good morning. And as always, I'm going to just remind you, uh, hopefully this past week, you know, this is the, the, we're in the first week of the, of the new year. So this, if you haven't been doing this and, and following us and, and living this way, then I encourage that you start now. Throw out all of the New Year's resolutions if you have to. But these three things, don't ever go through a week without doing this. And number one is living with an attitude of gratitude, living in thanks, always live in thanks. You know, if you want to be happy, you must be thankful. Happiness doesn't start until gratitude begins. And then secondly, give. You always have to give. Give from your heart. Giving is a two-way street because when you're giving, you're receiving at the same time. So it's so important to give. And then thirdly, we have this gift. It's a power. It's a power to choose. We can make choices about almost everything in our life. And so, but you have to really come from a place of love, loving yourself. Love yourself first and then choose. Now, if you've lived in thanks and given when you could and and loved first and then choose, then I know you've had an amazing week and I know you have made an amazing week for the people around you. So thank you, welcome, and good morning. You are here with Clarence Caldwell at True Life Academy. And tonight, this morning, <laughs> we have a very, very special guest with us. And I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time trying to introduce her because I, I just want to spend the time talking with her. And hopefully you'll listen into the conversation and really walk away with some very powerful insights and tips to uh, many parts of your life, including and more, more importantly, your health. And so we're here with Danny Weiss. And Danny is in Dallas, Texas. Now, Danny's a vegan, and she became a vegan over the past couple of years. And uh, she's been on this, this journey of, a, of, of the healthiest diet, we'll call it, because of a diagnosis of the anti- autoimmune system or the autoimmune disease. And uh, she's a personal trainer. She has a business called Health Immersion. And she goes to uh, people's homes to help them learn how to cook and eat in healthy ways. And so I thought it would be a great idea if we're going to start this year off right. And I know many of you have on your list this, uh, this list of, of resolutions to, to eat healthier and to lose weight. 
how better to start the week off with someone who, who really knows how to do it and do it well and can teach us. So I'm going to introduce you to Danny Weiss. Danny, if you're there, say hello to our listeners. Hello, world. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm so grateful. Oh, I'm so grateful you could take the time to spend with us this, uh, this very new year. So uh, how was your new year? Well, my new year was really interesting. I actually was with my family and they cook a bunch of food and they all know about my different diets. So it was just really cute because um, my grandparents ended up making a bunch of food specifically for me that was like gluten-free and dairy-free and meat-free. <laughs> and and it was just a, definitely a topic of discussion. You know, it's interesting because when... when uh... Even when you go out to restaurants with with people, food is always a topic of discussion, especially when you're eating it. And uh, and and certainly if you're if you have um, either an allergy or something, or if you're a vegetarian, or mm-hmm. in your case, vegan. Oh my gosh, vegan yeah. is like the the furthest you can go, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's actually anytime you do anything that's extraordinary, you end up separating yourself from the crowd, and you always get either scrutiny questions or whatever. And so let's say I'm going to go out with a group of people that just don't know about my diet, or let's say I go to my friend's grandma's house and she cooks me, uh, she cooks everyone um, steak, mashed potatoes and green beans. Um, As long as it doesn't have dairy in it, because dairy really, really hurts me. Mm. um, I end up just eating a few bites of the steak. I don't even bring up anything unless I feel comfortable and I feel like they're kind of interested or maybe thinking about going vegan in the first place. But I'm just like, I don't want to make a big deal out of it. It makes people very uncomfortable. So I'm not too black and white about it. And I know in the long run, (laughs) a few bites isn't going to hurt anybody. So Right, right. Uh, Well, that's interesting you say that because I I, I want to find out a little bit more um, about you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you became a vegan and maybe a little bit of of your background as well. Okay. Well, when I was 22, I started bodybuilding and I became a personal trainer and I actually put on about 15 pounds of muscle. Um, and I was a bikini bodybuilding level. I wasn't one of the big, really big girls. Um, but it was really exciting for me. And I ended up just following, um, some diet that one of my trainers, uh, had given me and he didn't know much about me or my body or my lifestyle. And he just sent, over a diet and being dedicated and committed as I am, I followed it and I did really well. I actually ended up um, getting second place in the Roddy Coleman Classic. And after, yeah, after that, I just rebounded so hard because I was carb depleted like crazy. I was water depleted and sodium depleted. And even though you have abs and triceps and biceps and shoulders, you're not really healthy because it's just about, it's just vanity basically. Um, and I'm still very pro bodybuilding shows. So, but I, I ended up kind of messing up my system, my thyroid and my metabolism. And I, a few months later got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis because I woke up one day and I just, I couldn't walk. I, I, my feet hurt one day, the next day my feet and my knees hurt. And the next day it was just like, I had gotten hit by a truck and 
it was completely life changing. It took about four months for me to get out of my bed. And then I went to a rheumatologist and they started me on chemotherapy, um, methotrexate, Humira, prednisone, and another drug called sulpazalazine. And being like all natural, like I never used to take, even if I had a headache, I would try not to take you know, Tylenol or anything, or if I had cramps or feminine cramps, I would try not to take a leave unless it got really, really bad. So trying to be natural like that, I didn't want to take all this medicine. And I I went from sleeping because I was in so much pain to sleeping 22 hours a day because I was on this chemotherapy and my hair was falling out. And my, my rheumatoid, my, uh, autoimmune disease was getting a little bit better and I could walk and kind of function a little bit, but I had no immune system. So I was getting a cold, I was getting a cough, I got the flu, I had just terrible everything, I mean, everything you could think of. Mm. And I just didn't understand. I was like, there's got to be another way. There's Because I went to the rheumatologist and I asked her how long I was going to have to be on this and she said, for the rest of your life. And I was like, you are crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm 25 at this point. You are crazy. Cause I plan on living to I'm 120. Like I'm not going to spend <laughs> 90 years on chemotherapy. So, Oh man, I ended up doing a bunch of research and, and found veganism and all of these people have prevented and so even in most cases reversed diseases, um, yes. diabetes, cancer, heart disease, all types of things. And so I thought, okay, I'll give it a try. But you know, the first thing you think about is cheese. You're like, (laughs) no way I can give up dairy. How can I do that? (laughs) And so I started just, you know, slowly kind of getting rid of my cereal and then queso. And then here and there, I finally got rid of all the dairy. And then I went onto the meat and then after I got rid of the meat, um, I started doing a little bit of gluten-free stuff, which I haven't really decided if it works for me yet or not. But um, now it's really easy. And there's so many products out there that make it so much easier to be vegan now. I couldn't imagine being vegan in the 80s or the 90s. So right, there's right. just so many products. It's so easy to do it. And it's extremely good for the environment. Like animal agriculture is the number one reason of like – the Amazon deforic, how do you say that word? Deforication. Deforestation. (laughs) Exactly. And and greenhouse gases and all this stuff. So it's great for you. It's great for the planet. And it's actually great for the animals. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's interesting that you you talk about the the health aspect of of literally being able to reverse certain diseases. You know, there's a friend of mine, he's on the East Coast, his name's Dr. Neil Bernard. He's written a few books about this. As you, that you can actually reverse heart disease uh, and diabetes, as you were uh, speaking to, uh, just by going vegan. And, uh, you know, Dr. Neil Bernard and I were, were somewhat friends, you know, kind of at a distance. But um, I met him through, as the last thing you were talking about, uh, animal rights and, and being that kind to the animals because he was really into that. So that's, that's my understanding of, of, about veganism and and, but it, it really is a, a very healthy way to go. And, and, uh, and it sounds like it, it made a difference in the issues that you were having. Yeah, I actually ended up getting off my chemotherapy within six months. And of course, my doctor said, no, don't do it. You know, stay on mm-hmm. it. And the diet's not doing anything. You're just lucky right now. And I just was like, absolutely not. I, yeah, so I, I took myself off. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's been great ever since. And now I'm educating other people on, I mean, everyone knows how to eat healthy, even if you do believe in animal products. Like, you, you know what healthy is in some sense. I know my Health Immersion Company program is just to physically teach people how to eat better. So how to cook gluten-free pasta and how to, which cheeses actually taste like, I'm sorry, which vegan cheeses actually taste like real cheese and which almond milks actually taste like real milk. So Uh, stuff like that. That's a, you know, that's a really, that's a real uh, big difference there. And we'll talk about this when we come back from the great, from the break, but I want to, I really want to understand this because the one big objection is that the food doesn't quite taste the same. So we'll be back uh, right after these messages and we'll talk more with Danny about being a vegan. True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. How's your job going these days? Stop the frustration with your career. Give yourself the advantage in breaking through to the next level. What you will need to be successful are the insights and strategies that will work for you. Hi, this is Clarence Caldwell. You know me from True Life Academy, a powerful podcast that is reaching millions of people around the world. What you may not know is that I've spent many years as an executive for some of the largest companies in the United States. Whether you're trying to break the $200,000 income barrier or just wanting a fulfilling career, our leadership mentor programs are just what you need. Visit me at ClarenceCaldwell.com or call us at 8883-090917. That's 8883-090917. Your time is now. Let's break through to the next level of your career. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're here with Danny Weiss, and we are talking about veganism, but we're talking a little bit beyond that. We're talking about the the health ramifications. We're talking about the, the ethical side of this. We're talking about even how food tastes when, when you go that route, uh, which is a, a big objection for a lot of folks. So, Danny, you were just talking to us about, you know, finding the right 
uh, almond milk as an example or the right cheeses that that a vegan can eat, but it still tastes like uh, what they norm- normally would eat. Exactly. And I I actually had a breakthrough. I was watching a guy called Gary Yavosky on YouTube, and he's a big animal activist. He's probably turned more people vegan than anything. And he made a point that, and, and I never had thought about this. He's like, when people say that they like meat or they like steaks or they like chicken, really what we're doing to make steak and chicken taste good is exactly what we can do to make plant-based products taste good as well. We're adding barbecue, we're adding garlic onion, uh, garlic powder, onion powder. In my case, I do a lot of Tony's Creole seasoning. That is the bomb. <laughs> I put on everything. And if you follow me on Snapchat, uh, which I can give that information out later, uh, I make all my recipes on Snapchat and they know I use Tony's like crazy. And it made a really good point. We don't really sit around and eat a blank like a steak just with no seasoning on it and we don't eat chicken with no seasoning on it we always put something on it to make it taste good and that's what was really eye-opening for me it's like you're totally right if you take exactly that stuff barbecue sauce ketchup spices and you put it on other things that are non-animal products they taste exactly the same so yeah that's very interesting yeah so so tell me about the almond milk because that's one that's a difficult one to to uh, to swallow, so to speak, uh, for a lot of people. It's so true. Okay, so I actually want to create a service that has like, you can order a sam- little sample cartons of each almond milk. That way you don't have to go out and buy the big ones and then just waste them when you find out they're disgusting. <laughs> but, you know, there's almond milk, cashew milk, uh, soy milk. And I'm not very educated on soy, so I just try to kind of stay away from it. But I will mm-hmm. tell you, if you're making any type of recipe and you want to switch it to a non-dairy milk, go with the soy milk because besides the health benefits, the taste is very, it's very milk-like. So Mm -hmm. if you're going for a cereal, um, the almond, the silk brand, which is a very popular, you know, national based brand, you can do the unsweetened, um, light brand. And that's the one with the 40 calories. It's like, it tastes basically like 2% or 1%. Or, but if you grow up on whole milk, which I know a lot of people do different types of milk, then I would suggest just getting the original um, silk brand as well, which is almond milk, but it's thicker and it's got tons of calories in it. Right. So you can you can really switch it up. But I tried to make vegan mac and cheese from a brand called Earth Balance, which also makes like vegan butters and they make regular butters as well. But um, it called for almond milk and I put it in there and I use the um, the sweetened kind and it just messed it up, man. I was like, <laughs> this taste, this does not taste good. And so I retried it with the almond milk, you know, cut in half with the half half as many calories and it's unsweetened and it mm. tasted exactly the same as mac and cheese. It was amazing. Wow. Wow. That's, those are good insights. You know, I, uh, it, there, there's so much to, to learn about this. And, uh, you had mentioned that you're on Snapchat, Snapchat, uh, um, teaching people as well as, uh, you, your own website. So why don't, why don't we take a, a minute here and let people know how they can reach you in those locations? Okay. Yeah. My Snapchat is where I'm most, um, regular on, on the social medias. And that is, they're all the same across the board. It's dark sunshine, but it's spelled D A R K S U N S H with a number nine. 
And that is all my social medias. And then you can find me. I actually made a website for my health immersion, and that is healthimmersion.us.us. So H-E-A-L-T-H-I-M-M-E-R-S-I-O-N dot U-S. Dot U-S. Okay. Got it. Yes. Yes. Actually, I I took a quick look um, at it, and it is a gorgeous site. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Well done. Well done. Uh, There's actually... There's, I'm sorry, there's tons of videos that you yes. can go on and you, you like, cause a lot of people don't even know what to look up on YouTube. I've kind of pre-selected really good videos. If you want to work on meditation, working out, self-development, making money, uh, vegan recipes. I think there's even some non-vegan recipes on there. Just stuff that I've kind of pre-approved and you're not wasting your time if you watch them. No, I like it. Lots of great videos and, and uh, insights and information on this site. So uh, again, everyone, that is um, uh, Danny's new site is Health <laughs> Immersion, H-E-A-L-T-H-L-T-H-I-M-M-E-R-S-I-O-N dot U-S. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Not dot com, but dot U-S. Right. <laughs> and I might change it to .com, but I have to buy the domain from somebody. Uh, so. <laughs> someone's got that already? Oh, my gosh. I know. And they don't even have a website connected to it. So, <laughs> All right. Well, um, well. anyway, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about, um, you know, your, your move to, to becoming a vegan. I mean, certainly, I, I'll tell you this. I don't know if you, you knew this about me, but I was a vegan for, oh, I'd say almost five years. Wow, I did not know that. Um, yeah, yeah, I did that. I, I did it for not for health reasons, but for ethical reasons, um, because I had, as I mentioned, uh, Dr. Neil Bernard and and um, a few other people who were in, in an organization called PETA. I don't know if you've heard of PETA. Yes. Uh, yeah, the uh, the founder of PETA and I were really good friends, and so I. You know, begrudgingly got into it because I didn't want, you know, every time I went to a restaurant, I didn't want to order meat in front of them. <laughs> so right. I, ordered, I ordered vegetarian dishes and vegan dishes. And what I, you know, I got used to it after a while. It took me a little bit. Um, but what I found at restaurants is that a lot of the, if you go to a decent restaurant, the chefs, they love to prepare something for you because it's, it takes them out of the norm and they get to be creative if you tell them they're ve- that you're vegan, uh, they love it, and you end up with this fabulous dish that everybody is jealous of once it comes to the table. So, um, exactly, <laughs> it's a good conversation piece, if nothing else. Exactly, and if you go to LA, it's like you're a weirdo if you're not vegan. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so popular in LA, and there's so many restaurants that it makes it so easy. Now, I live in. Dallas, Texas, a little bit north of Dallas, Texas, and it's very not normal. So there's not a lot of restaurants, but and the in the cities that create the trends of the whole United States, they're mm-hmm. they're huge on it. So that just says a lot of the future of veganism because at once it starts in LA and New York, if it's really, really popular, it ends up like bleeding into the middle of America. And yes. so it's very, very exciting and futuristic. Yes, yes. Now you um you have a another uh, I guess I'll call it a, a an arm of your business that is is more or working towards personal training, uh, one love fitness, you call it? Yeah, I actually do 
like online sessions. So a lot of trainers online, they send diets and workouts to people via email or whatever. I do something a little bit different because I know you could send me an email right now with a workout in it. That doesn't mean I'm going to do it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all about accountability. I'm all about being there for people. So I do Skype sessions. And then in that Skype session, you just like set it up to where I can watch you work out. And that way I can correct people's posture and form and I can just say motiva- motivating things and I can get to know people and they could still, you know, talk to me like, like I'm their counselor, which is <laughs> such a part That's of personal cool. training. And I love that. I've actually helped a lot of people lose a lot of weight and just get no, I like the mental part of it. I don't really care about the body. I, mm-hmm. The body just naturally comes with it. But the mental part of just knowing you can do it and knowing that it's possible is the best thing. So yes. rewarding. Yes. Oh, that's interesting you say that because we we all want to just immediately have the body. But, you know, there's something satisfying mentally about the workout itself. You know, I, I, I try to work out every day. I take Sunday off. Um, but if I miss a day during the week, I just feel funny. I feel like, oh, I'm missing something. There's something good about it that I'm just missing. And it's not about what it makes me look like. It's about how you think about it and how it makes you feel. Right. And I wanted to ask you, like, so you said you were vegan. Um, what products do you eat now that kind of doesn't make you vegan? And, and why did you start eating them again? I'm well, <laughs> you're going to put me on the spot here. I love it. <laughs> Uh, well, that's good. Um, well, I still I still don't do the dairy. Um, I do some cheese because like, as you as you started talking about cheese, I was like, that was the hardest thing to give up. Yeah, hardest it was the cheese because I loved pizza. I loved the cheese, but I I gave it up, and I could never really find uh, a good substitute. So you know, you you may have to give me some tips on finding that because uh, I haven't looked lately but i'm sure there's something out there because this was a while back yeah um so i'm still you know very much non-dairy uh but i will do some fish and the occasional uh turkey and chicken maybe ah almost (laughs) almost hurts to say that because i know those poor little animals (laughs) you know what and the reason i ask you is because i like to connect with people i like people to be able to relate to people that have been vegan or or, are vegan and i people when i say i'm vegan they're like oh i could never give up dairy i love it i'm like you don't think i like dairy you don't (laughs) think i like meat it's not that i don't like it it's that it's better for you and this and this and that and so I like to really show people that I I didn't grow up vegan. I'm not one of the yogis that is always like, ah, yeah. you know, peace and love. Like I'm a normal person that has a normal family, that has a very normal diet, and it's very, very challenging. But the benefits of it are so much better than than just going through it. And so you know what? I'll send, I'm going to send you some suggestions on vegan cheeses because I, I could talk about it forever, but there's different ones for different uses. So if you're trying to make a pizza or like put some on top of spaghetti or put something in a sandwich, totally different brands, okay. totally different styles. So I'll send you some suggestions. That would be great. I'd love to get those. Uh, <laughs> if nothing else, I'll, I'll feel a little bit better. Uh, there's a there's a comment about uh, cheese and milk that uh, – that that makes me feel a little bit bad about eating eating dairy, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll say more after we come back from this this next break. Uh, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're here with Danny Weiss, and we're talking about being a vegan and what it takes to eat healthy. We'll talk to you right after this break. 
Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, welcome back. And uh, Danny, when when you were talking about um, <laughs> the dairy, not taking the dairy out, I, the thing that comes to mind for me and the one thing that kept me uh, you know, it was more of an ethical thing for me, and it's, it, it doesn't matter whether it's a, it's a health issue or an ethical issue. I think it's the right thing to do is to, to stay away from those, those things. But the one thing that came to mind for me is a, a comment someone made, uh, and then I started again watching the videos. And those videos are t- tough to watch when you watch how – Very, how, very how, tough. Yeah, how the food is processed. And as you said, it's, it's not good for the planet either. Even all of the trucks that truck it all over the place and the – and you know, the ozone layer that, that, that yeah. gets impacted. I mean, there's just so much of an impact because of, of how we how we uh, process our, our foods and meats, especially. Uh, but uh, someone made a comment that for there for every glass of milk, there's a there's a what do they say? There's a little veal in every glass of milk, and veal being a baby calf because they they force these cows to have uh, calves. So that they can produce the milk, and then they take the calves away, they kill the calves, and then you have these this young tender veal that they would mm-hmm. serve. So it's like ah, so every glass of milk, it's like because of the they forced the cow to have a calf, and now the calf is now meat, and and so this this whole chain that just made me feel real bad about drinking milk. I know, and, and a lot of people think, oh well, I can just eat eggs because eggs aren't hurting the animals. Well, actually, when chickens have actually for fertilized eggs and they turn out to be baby chicks 
um, baby male chicks, they end up throwing all the baby male chicks, chicks into a grinder because they have no need for them. Mm-hmm. And so they, uh, and the grinder only kills up 90% of the chicks. So there's 10% of chicks that are sitting in a bag of ground up baby chicks that are like, what's what? going on? And they just starve to death in the bag. And, <sighs> um, oh, no. and really, oh, no. if you want to even get past the, if you get past the killing, because I have a friend who was in FFA and she was like, Look, it's the it's the circle of life, and you, just because you don't want to kill your pets doesn't mean that we're not going to kill them, like, whatever. And I'm like, look, it's not about us killing pets. I mean, for example, they artificially, like you said, they artificially inseminate cows. Right. Yeah, so then the cows get pregnant. That way they can produce milk. And then as soon as they have the cat, baby cats, they literally rip the calves away so they don't take the milk. And think about you having, they have the same feelings as humans do. They just can't verbally say them out loud. I mean, they do scream and cry for like two weeks. There's been tons of videos of people in their slaughterhouses saying that for at least two weeks after the baby's born, they just scream and cry about their babies. And so think about it. You have a baby, you're artificially simulated by some random person. Then they take your baby away as soon as you have it. And then they put these metal things on your woman parts to suck all the milk out these cows are supposed to live however long like 12 years or what up to 10 years and these cows are not even making it past three years mm. and they're massive and so think about that you're you're probably releasing all this stress and hormones and right. anxiety and depression and you think those hormones don't go into us you're crazy yeah. i mean they did a huge study over the they've done tons of studies actually over the kids in the holocaust uh the kids produced from the survivors of the Holocaust. Mm. So these kids were not in the Holocaust. Their their parents or their grandparents were survived the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. And not only did the kids, every single one of them, have either dreams from the, about the Holocaust, you know, not because their parents told them, but before they were mm. exposed to it, but they had higher levels of cortisol. They ha- experienced really high levels of anxiety and depression. So basically their parents were just put through extreme amount of stress and trauma and then they had babies and the babies had to live with that their whole life. And it's just like, mm-hmm. that's what we're doing with animals over and over and over and over again. So it's really right. a karmic thing too. like my anxiety and my depression have gone down tremendously since I have stopped eating animal products. Oh, interesting. Right, right. Yeah, there's the, there is that because, uh, you know, one, one way of putting it is that we're eating murdered meat, right? So the, the whole act, um, it, it creates all that, as you mentioned, the stress and the anxiety and, and all that's in, in your body. I mean, it's not a separate thing. That's a, what you feel becomes a part of you. And, exactly. and, and that's really a part of those animals too. Gosh, you're going to make me go back to being a vegan here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just want people to understand because I want them to relate. Cause that's the thing when I, before I became vegan, I would see other vegans and I'd be like, I just blow it off because I'm like, they're the weirdo extremist vegans and I'm not that. So I'm not vegan. Right. But I want people to understand that if I grew up on a farm and I plan on doing this someday anyways, I'm going to have a, a ranch somewhere out in the middle of nowhere with cows that I, gr- I grow myself and I'm going to have chickens that I raise myself and I'm going to raise them with organic feed and with love and, ca- and care. And then I'm going to, whenever it comes their time to die, shoot them in the back of the head so they have no idea that it's coming, right? So they don't produce any hormones. And that will be my meat for the year. 
because it's not about it. And and that's the ethical thing that, uh, you know, some vegans are into. But right now, if my neighbors next door, they have like six chickens in their backyard and they feed them organic eggs and we live like in a very small town. So it goes, it does not go against the environment, my health Mm -hmm. or the animals, you know, they bring eggs over to my house and I use those eggs and I have no problem eating them. And I put it on my Snapchat because I let everybody know these are from my neighbors. These are not from a corporate farm where the chickens are stepping on their own poop and getting their beaks (laughs) cut off so they don't kill other chickens and, Cage free is a joke, right? Right, so. right, right. Uh, yeah, when you talk about the beaks, the, how they burn the beaks or cut the beaks off. Uh, I've, yeah, I've they watched that. The, yeah, uh. they cut the tails off of fully grown cows without even putting anesthesia in them because they don't. I'm sorry. Um, um, the the stuff that makes you numb. They don't want right. to waste the money on that, be, so right. they just cut their tails off, and the cows go crazy. You can look it up on YouTube. Well, I'm not going to do that, but I will uh, take your word for it. Yeah, it it is a brutal process. So, so as a result of of that, um, you know, it really does make sense beyond all of the the, the things we're doing to the planet as well. Uh, you know, when you talk about the hormones and everything else, we're doing this to our body because we're ingesting all of that, and that's got to that's got to uh, affect our health as well. So, as we talk about being healthy in 2016. That might be one of the things we want to really take a closer look at. And, you know, I know it's it's a tough thing, but Danny is here to help you. If you go and talk with Danny or look at, check her website out, check her Snapchat out, she can help you work through whatever those issues are. And, Danny, I'm, I'm going to be looking forward to those cheese uh, recommendations that you have because that's, that's the one thing that I still have a tough time with. Yes. And I please come my way. Do not be afraid. If you're not vegan and you think that I'm just going to be a vegan freak, I'm not that. If you want to eat chicken and steak and eggs, I will teach you how to do it healthy. And I'm just here to help you have a better quality life because I've experienced so many side effects. My acne went away. I have no more phlegm in my chest, in my nose. My skin is so bright. My hair no longer breaks off and is brittle. My nails are so long and don't break off. Like, so many benefits and I can help you do achieve whatever goal it is by being healthier, whether it's vegan or non-vegan. Right, right. Now you mix that with the with the personal training piece and man, you've got you've got the uh, you've got the whole package there because it's not just diet, but it's exercise as well, right? Exactly. And I want to mention one more thing. Um, Beyonce in January of this year, even though she's not vegan, she actually just launched a vegan uh, service for people that are too busy to cook. Um, and they, they do 22 days that come to your house. And of course it's kind of expensive because it's vegan and it's delivered. Mm. Um, but, and, and it's not, it's, it's obviously not as good as cooking at home, but if you're in a tight situation of time and you don't want to learn how to cook, that's a perfect service for you. So you can go check it out. It's like 22 days of vegan living. You can Google Beyonce vegan service or something. Uh, that, that will help a lot of people. I know I'm, I'm one of those that if I can't microwave it, then, it's, it probably won't get made in my kitchen. Um, <laughs> it's so. called 22 Days Nutrition Delivery Service is what it's called. All right. Taking that note right now. <laughs> uh, all right. So so in getting in just getting started, I mean, uh, you had uh, something happen with your health as you were doing the, the bodybuilding and you were really kind of destroying your body. Um, although it was looking better and better, 
you were destroying it from the inside out. Right. Uh, um, and, but some people are, you know, they don't have, they haven't hit that rock bottom. They haven't hit that thing that, that says, oh, I got to do something right now or, or else. Um, how, how do they get started? Is there something? Oh, that is such a good to, question. Yeah. Mo- we need to motivate people who don't think there's really an issue. And I, have- I know this is an unfair question, but. I know the only answer I can have, and everyone's going to hate this, is like, I just don't know how it's possible because I was the ultimate health person. I was the ultimate fit person. And even I was not concerned about it because it wasn't affecting me. It's like you have a bump on your skin and you're like, oh, it's a bump on my skin, whatever. But until the day, you know, it might hurt you like 30 minutes once a week. Then it might hurt you 30 minutes, three times a week. But until it hurts seven days a week, all the time, you're probably not going to go get it checked out because most people procrastinate to the max. So, and then that sucks. Like I don't want people to have to get cancer or get an autoimmune disease or get something crazy for them to have to change. But that's what it took for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's what it takes for a lot of people that turn vegan. They have to hit that rock bottom because most people just, and also there's a heat, all these um, studies that show the cheese, the the milk industry and the dairy industry, they put chemicals in our cheese to make us literally addicted to mm. it. And so, like I said, I was addicted. I had no problem admitting that. A lot of people don't have any problem admitting, admitting that. The problem is you speak things into existence. So the more times you say, I'm, I'm addicted to dairy, I'm addicted to dairy, it's going to be so much harder for you to give up dairy, right? So you have to change your verbiage and your thinking at a, at a cellular level, you know, you have to tell people, you know, actually a good way I got out of being in so much pain is I stopped telling people I, I had rheumatoid arthritis. I went a, uh-huh. about four months without trying to even bring it up unless something awkward happened where they had to open a, a water bottle for me or something. I'd even try to get around it then by saying, oh, I just hurt my hand last week or something. Because if you constantly say like, oh, I have cancer, oh, I have this, I have that, you're putting that straight in the order of the universe to give to you. That's absolutely right. And <laughs> you, <know. laughs> it's you, know, crazy. You, you create that, you create that vibration and, and you begin to attract it. That's the law of attraction. You start to attract that into your life. And ah, that's so powerful. Well, we're going to take another break here, but I want to, I want to use that as a platform to launch into this last segment because what you're starting to touch on means a lot in terms of how we really get people who aren't really hitting rock bottom to take action. So we'll be back right after this break. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. 
These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Everybody, everybody. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. So, Danny, as we were talking about uh, trying to get people to take action before they get to a place where, you know, they, they hit rock bottom, you know, I, I, I often say that there are three things that create that begin the cycle of transformation for us or that that gets us to really take action and one of uh, you mentioned it it's a hitting rock bottom when you hit rock bottom you got to do something Um, you don't really have a choice at that point you've got to do something the second thing is if something happens to you that you weren't expecting you know you walk into the job and all of a sudden your boss says hey um, your job's been eliminated you're gone you're fired you know, something, things do happen to you that you don't plan on and it's really not your fault, but that creates a level of, of um, a moment to transform as well. You better get that resume in place. You got to, mm-hmm. you got to start taking action. And then the third, third thing is that we simply just get sick and tired. You know, something's been, been the same way for so long and we just are fed up. It's not quite the same as hitting rock bottom where we just get fed up. And those are the things that get us to take action. But I'd like to find ways, and I, I continue to look for ways to get people to take action before any of those things happen. And uh, one of the things you were talking about was just the language that we use and how we speak and, and uh, the, thing, the thoughts that we have that cre- begin to create our reality uh, is so very important. And, and we wanna, everybody wants to live a great life, but we think it's just going to happen without us doing work. And and so I, I, I um, I'm really fascinated by the way you you talk about uh, just starting with your language. Just stop saying that I'm I'm you know I've got, I've got rheumatism, or just stop saying that you know whatever it is that I'm addicted to cheese. Just stop saying it. Start with what you're thinking and what you're saying, and uh, that would be a good place to start. I think. Yeah, especially if it, even finances. Stop saying you're broke. Stop right. saying you're fat. Stop saying you're bad at remembering names. So there's this app that I found, um, and it is called Alarmed, A-L-A-R-M-E-D. And you go in and you put whatever affirmation you want to put in there. And it will, you put how many times you want it to remind you every day. So right now, all the alarms that I have set are, I am enough. 
Um, I do write your goals down once a day. I put, I am important. I have those go off four times a day. I put, I am really good at remembering the names of people. I have that go off twice a day. Um, but I also have, I'm really good. I'm a really good writer and I have information that people want and I have that go off once a day because the inner talk that we have in our head. So every time it comes up, you know, I, I say in my head, I am enough. I am important. I, I'm really good at remembering people's names because, you know, you meet somebody and you forget their name. And instead of just admitting like, Hey, I forgot your name. What was it? You know, a lot of people say, Oh, I'm really bad at remembering names. What's your name? Right. And right. the verbiage is just so defeating and <laughs> you put yourself right back in that loop. And even that, that was so hard for me. I still do it sometimes, but I'm getting much, much better. And that's because of this app. So I'm very grateful for that. Oh, super. I like that. Alarmed. I'm going to, I'm going to look into that. <laughs> uh, a, a lot of the coaching that I do is about creating affirmations and I tell people to, you know, read them and say them aloud actually every day in the morning in the middle of the day, at night, mm-hmm. we're going to bed. Just keep, just say them. If you can say them twelve times a day, that's great as well. But have this list of affirmations that you use. And but I like the fact that there's a now there's an app that helps you do that. Right, and uh, I don't even think it was meant for that. But I know uh, I was getting really frustrated because I would hear a lot of my coaches and mentors and people tell me like, write it down on a card and put it in your purse or put it in your pocket or put it in your jacket, and it's like. I change purses all the time. I change wallets all the time. I change jackets all the time. And I barely forget to put on things that I need to put on every day anyways, much less like putting a card in my, so I just would never remember it. And I was like, what am I attached to every single day? My stinking phone. Everyone is attached to their phone. So I went on a long search on the perfect app to just constantly remind me. And that was the best one I could find. Um, to do that. And it's really, really helped me. And, and then I've watched a TED talk, which basically boils down to everyone thinking that they're not enough. They're not enough. They're not worth the change mm-hmm. to go vegan. They're not worth working mm-hmm. out. They're not worth edu- putting education or I'm sorry, investing money into their mm-hmm. education to, to learn, to make more money. And it's so crazy because it's such a backseat back burner thought that it's not even at the front of people's minds. I thought I thought I thought that I thought I was worth it. Right. And since I've been saying I'm enough and all these things have been coming into my life, I realized how much I did not think I was enough. It was yes. crazy. Oh, good. That's a that is that's a powerful statement right there because many of us think, well, you know, I don't do anything that really hurts me that way, but when you stop and you start doing the opposite, you start realizing, "Ooh, I guess I have been doing that to myself." Right. You stop hitting your head against the wall so much. <laughs> exactly. Uh, wow. Powerful statement. Thank you, Danny. Um, the, uh, you know, just really quickly back on the uh, on the food piece, because this one has got me going in circles right now. I didn't know I'd have this little this little reaction to our conversation because, <laughs> you know, you got you got me feeling I don't know if it's guilt or what. You got me feeling like <laughs> I got to get back to veganism. Um, but one of the things that that really um, drove me back to some of the, the at least the fish and the, the fowl, uh, is trying to get more protein, you know, as yes. I was working out. So give us some insights to how you get protein as a vegan. <laughs> I love this question because, again, it gives people the opportunity to relate to me because I'm going to tell you right now, I struggle with that. I struggle with that so hard, and I am a 
body, like not, I say bodybuilder, I'm not trying to get massive, but I like looking muscular. And when you're trying to build muscle, you need protein. And so at first, that's what I walked around saying was like, I'm a vegan, but I am not getting enough protein. I am sleeping too much. I do not have energy. And so what I was doing was I was adding a little bit of eggs in and I was, I, I, I did a little bit of chicken here and there right at the beginning of my, fa- my, my transition, which took me about a year. So the first three months, I was still eating a little bit of chicken here and there and eggs. And finally, I said, you know what? I've had it. I had watched another video about fish and how they skin them alive. And the farm fish are like, literally, there's like 100 fish in a four-foot radius. And they're like flopping all over each other. It's crazy. And so... <laughs> I just, I had to stick to my guns and, um, I went out and I bought, I I did three things. So now what I do is when I prep all my food, I make a really awesome soup with tons and tons of beans in it. And you can do the 16 bean soup. You can buy it pre-made in in the bag at Walmart or whatever. But what I do is I do a vegetable broth soup with tons of, um, spices in it. I add three types of beans, kale, Brussels sprouts and and brown basmati rice and it is the bomb and it has so much protein in it and then I also went and bought a vegan protein powder so what I do now especially on the days I work out is for breakfast I have whatever like my Ezekiel toast with my avocado on top sprinkled with salt and uh, slices of tomato with a protein shake and um don't even get me started on whey protein. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it makes me so mad because the bodybuilders are so into it and they don't, really? we were so blinded to how bad mm. it is for you. It basically causes cancer and it, and I'm, it makes me so mad, mm. but, um, there's a lot of vegan, uh, proteins out there. Another thing you can do, this is the bomb. Okay. There's this company called beyond beef. And they just got a hundred million dollar grant because from whoever, I guess it was an investor or something because they are the bomb. And so they're a a non-soy based meat product and they have crumbles so you can make it into spaghetti or tacos or whatever, or, and now they just came out with a beast beef hamburger patty. It looks exactly like a a hamburger. Like you can't even tell. And the meat. (laughs) I have fed it to my grandma. I have fed it to all my family, and I did not tell them it was vegan. <laughs> and once they're done, they're like, I'm like, hey, guess what? That was vegan. They're like, what? That's crazy. It tasted just like beef. And so it has 16 grams of protein in every serving. Um, mm. And another thing about the protein is really, really do your research beyond bodybuilding websites because that's another thing that we've been lied to. So everyone thinks you don't – you have to get – calcium through milk. Well, if you do research, that's a complete lie. And they, and the milk industry literally made that up. So we would drink a lot of milk and it, and it totally worked and it's still working. So I guess congrats on their part. But another thing is people think they have to have a crap ton of protein to like build muscle and live their life all muscular and buff. It's not true. And if you do research on non bodybuilding websites, like vegan websites and stuff, it'll show you the, the science. And also Um, you can go to YouTube and you can type in vegan bodybuilders. And so there's three guys that I watch. One's humorous fitness and he is so awesome. He went from 130 pounds to 160 pounds in two years on vegan, on a vegan diet. He's massive. Mm. 
Um, and so you can just follow them and just watch what they do. I mean, they, they count their, their macros, like all of their bodybuilders and they just, they really focus on the protein, but it's all plant-based and you get protein through every single thing that you eat. Um, especially if you are throwing vegetables in there. So don't just be open-minded. Definitely. If you think something, tell yourself it's wrong. Right. And then try to find out the right answer because most likely it is wrong. And that's why I said, I don't know a lot about soy. I'm not educated on soy. So I don't give a lot of advice about that, but that's because I try to stay open-minded. And when I asked you the same thing about why did you go back to not being vegan? Because I don't want to be so close-minded that I'm just, right. I thought I was right before when I wasn't vegan. So, (laughs) you know, well, that's, that's good that you're always always open to it. Uh, I I love the answer, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'll check out the uh, the other vegan protein powders and and the ways to get protein without literally having to uh, kill something. Yes, so, Beyond Beef is the best thing. All right, I'll look at it. Uh, I, you know, this hour has gone by so very quickly. Danny, thank you so very much for taking the time to spend with me and, and having this discussion. This has been very, very enlightening, very helpful. And I really honor the work that you're doing. Thank you so much. I, I can't even express to you how grateful I am. And if anyone from your radio show or podcast hits me up on social media, just have them use your name to tell me that they met you met me through you and I will give them as much free advice as I can and even offer them discounts on my products and whatnot. So oh, fantastic. Thank you for that very much. Very generous. See, there you go. There you go, everyone. <laughs> See, she's, she's a giver. So thank you. All right, everyone. Well, till next time, live in thanks. Give when you can because you have the power to choose. Love first and then choose. You'll have an amazing week. We'll talk to you again next week. Take care. for joining us on today's true life academy certified coach trainer and motivational speaker clarence caldwell returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of yes the life you were intended to live